0: This week on Choice Hacking. People of South Park, I am pleased to be with you on this most historic day. The grand opening of the first South Park Walmart. (laughs) Look at it, honey. It's so big. Whoa, awesome! That's a clip from South Park, all about what happens when Walmart comes to town. And Randy Marsh is right. Walmart is pretty big. despite the hype around Amazon, Walmart is still the world's largest company by revenue, bringing in around $514 billion a year. Walmart employs 2.2 million people. That's more than the population of New Mexico and 15 other U.S. states. In fact, it's the third largest employer in the world behind only the U.S. Department of Defense and the People's Liberation Army in China. But how did it get so big? Well, there's a few reasons, some of them pretty divisive, but there's also an underlying culture at Walmart that might surprise you, a corporate culture that despite its old-school penny-pinching reputation, leverages experimentation, learning, and behavioral science. Join me today as we talk about some of the ways Walmart used this approach to apply psychology and behavioral science throughout its customer experience. before we get started, let's say hello to a new partner that is helping to bring you this podcast, Monday.com. Monday.com is an all-in-one productivity platform that's helped more than 100,000 businesses improve their ROI by up to 250%. Whether you need a project management system that transforms sloppy spreadsheets into crystal clear, shareable workflows, marketing systems that scale with your business, Or anything in between, there's something for every team at monday.com. On a personal note, this is the platform I use to keep all of my content and production workflows organized for this podcast, the Choice Hacking website, my courses, my YouTube channel, and my social media feeds. It's been invaluable for me and my work, and I think it can be useful for you too. So visit choicehacking.com forward slash monday to get your free trial of monday.com. That's choicehacking.com forward slash monday. And since you're a listener to this podcast, I'd hazard a guess that you might be interested in applying some of the psychological and behavioral science principles we talk about to your own brand marketing product or customer experience. If that's the case, I think you'll enjoy the newest course on choice hacking called how to create persuasive experiences. In this course, we go beyond theory and we learn to apply behavioral science to create persuasive conversion focused experiences. The course includes more than 175 real-world examples, tactical playbooks, workbooks, and practical frameworks that have been battle-tested in the real world. And right now, you can save 20% off the price if you use the coupon code PODCAST20. Check it out at choicehacking.com forward slash learn. Now on to the show. Walmart is all about value. Their advertising and marketing hinges on being the place for everyday low prices. That means everything they do has to deliver the best price for customers. And it usually does. Shoppers save an average of 15% on a typical cart of groceries. And no matter how you feel about Walmart's way of doing business, you can't deny that once customers are in its doors or on its site, that they know how to sell. They have to. Because Walmart promises rock bottom prices, they have to sell lots more items to make up for their razor thin margins. Sam Walton, the founder of Walmart, was a child of the Great Depression. He grew up moving from town to town in Missouri and Oklahoma as his father struggled to keep the family fed. Walton eventually went to college, determined to help his family financially. He spent time in the army and he even worked for the then very prestigious JCPenney Company. After deciding that retail was where he wanted to make his fortune, Walton borrowed money from his father-in-law and he bought a Ben Franklin brand variety store, eventually being pushed out of the franchise and forced to start the first Walmart in Bentonville, Arkansas. Walton knew that to keep people coming back to his store, he needed to offer them prices that they couldn't find anywhere else. As he put it in his autobiography, Made in America, quote, say I bought an item for 80 cents. I found that by pricing it at a dollar, I could sell three times more of it than by pricing it at a dollar twenty. I might only make half the profit per item, but because I was selling three times as many, the overall profit was much greater. But Walton realized that to deliver lots of sales at low prices, Walmart had to have an incredibly effective experience, one that could convert customers. And how did they do that? Well, first, Walmart knows they have to disrupt shoppers' normal behavioral scripts. And what are those? Well, if we have to think deeply about every moment of our day, we would quickly become exhausted. To avoid being constantly overwhelmed by information, our brains develop shortcuts shortcuts that help us navigate everyday situations, like shopping at a store. These are called behavioral scripts. A behavioral script is a sequence of things we expect to happen in any given situation, based on our routines and habits. For example, when you eat at a restaurant, you sit down to order, you eat your meal, you order dessert, then you pay and you leave. That's most people's behavioral script for dining out. But if you walked into a restaurant that asked you to sit down, Hey, eat dessert, then order appetizers, it would throw you off a little bit. You wouldn't be sure what to do or what to expect next, because your behavioral script had been interrupted. The behavioral script for shopping includes walking down big, clear, open aisles and browsing products on shelves. But Walmart is a master at disrupting shoppers' routines and their behavioral scripts. They've created an area in their store called Action Alley. Action Alley is where the best deals in Walmart live. It's a series of bins filled with well-priced items that sit right in the middle of the aisles. By sticking them in the middle of an aisle, even though this interrupts customers, Walmart guarantees that people will see and be more likely to act on these deals. Now why is Action Alley so effective? Well, it's down to a behavioral science principle called salience bias. And salience describes how prominent or emotionally striking something is. So if something seems to kind of jump out from its environment and catch your eye, it's salient. If it blends into the background and it takes a while to find, it's not. So salience bias states that the brain prefers to pay attention to salient elements of an experience different kinds of salience for example visual salience which is relatively easy to measure visual heat maps can help us see where customers are looking and what information they're noticing or missing so when you're designing a retail experience on or offline there's a lot of truth to that saying if they see it we sell it the second way walmart helps drive sales is through the anchoring effect the anchoring effect states that our decisions are influenced by the first information that we see we anchor to this information without being consciously aware of its effects. In 2006, researcher Dan Ariely led an experiment at MIT. It was an auction with a twist. So first, he showed students random objects in his class, like a bottle of wine or a textbook. He then asked students to write down a fake price for the item using the last two digits of their social security number. So for example, if my social is 123456789, then the price of the bottle of wine would be $89. After students wrote down the fake price of each item, they bid on it in an auction. Good evening, 85, 85 I have sold it, $80, students with high social security numbers paid up to 346% more than those with low numbers for the same items. Now why? Because the first number that students saw, even though it was completely unrelated, influenced how much they decided to bid. The higher the social security number, the higher the bid. Because Walmart relies on their everyday low prices to bring in customers, they don't really have sales. Instead, they have something called rollback offers. Now these are permanent or temporary reductions in the retail price of an item. Now, how does that use anchoring? Well, the original price is always shown in the upper right-hand corner of a rollback sign. So for example, If green beans were $0.64 and now they're rolled back to $0.50 a can, you would see both numbers on the sign, with a giant rollback on there as well. By showing the previous price for each product on their signs, Walmart is anchoring customers to a higher number. The rollback price then looks like an even better deal in comparison to this higher price. The use of anchors in pricing speaks to a fundamental principle, Customers don't know how much an item should really cost in isolation. When retailers add context in the form of an anchor, they make the new price seem like a great deal in comparison. Now, not in comparison to every other can of green beans in North America, but rather in contrast to what's right in front of their face. Walmart's modern mission is to offer value for customers, not just low prices. Every year, their suppliers are required to either deliver the same quality at a lower price or keep the price and increase the item's quality. Because research has found that customers perceive value as price plus quality. If your price is low, but your quality is too low, customers think your product has low value. But if your price is low and your quality is medium or high then your product has higher value. One really important way that customers perceive quality is by leaning on the reputation of a brand name. Stephen Quinn, former CMO at Walmart told the New York Times, customers really need the assurance of brands. In the past, we were focused on low price, but low price on what? The electronics department at Walmart is an excellent example of using brand names strategically. The company found that they could improve sales not just by offering the lowest prices, but by combining those prices with the authority of a well-known national brand, like Sony, Samsung, and Magnavox. As we've established, it values the combination of price and quality. Low prices are obvious, but Walmart needs to deliver the perception of quality for customers as well. Low price, combined with a no-name brand, translates to low quality perceptions because brands act as a mental shortcut For product features like quality. As Stephen Quinn put it, quote, a customer in the electronics department would see shelves of no-name TVs and think, I can see it's low price, but I will not buy that television. So why are brand names so powerful at creating a perception of value? Well, it's down to a psychological concept known as the authority principle. The authority principle states that people are more easily persuaded by authority figures that might include police, government leaders, professors, and perceived experts, or in this case, a well-known brand. For example, when customers see a Samsung television, they assume a certain level of quality. A low price combined with a brand name applies the authority principle. That combination creates that feeling of value, rather than just low price. (laughs) Walmart is the biggest company on the planet, but they never stop evolving their stores. The brand devotes an entire division to behavioral science-based experimentation. As Omarwa, Marwa, former head of behavioral science at Walmart, put it, quote, We as behavioral scientists at Walmart believe that if you are creating amazing, delightful, high-utility experiences by understanding people's needs, you're going to lead to long-term behavior change and long-term engagement. And that's what ultimately creates value for a business. Thank you for listening to the Choice Hacking Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please consider checking out my book, Choice Hacking, available on any major internet book retailer and in audiobook form on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. If you're interested in learning about more ways big brands apply behavioral science and psychology, you can join our free newsletter at choicehacking.com forward slash subscribe or find our brand new YouTube channel by visiting choicehacking.com forward slash YouTube. Until next time. I hit record, corded job, you can't ignore it. I'm transforming now, these cars and planes, I'm always boarding. Just out touring down in Charlotte like I play for Hornets.